You're listening to the Stream Grace Network. Hi, kids. Welcome in. Yes, we're back. You know, we were wondering last week if we would have electricity or if the climate emergency would have been declared. So far, it has not, but COVID is on the way again. Can't wait. Hi there. (coughs) 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 It's fine, guys. I'm clear. (laughs) I'm Jeremy Griffin. I'm Tom Miller. Mask up, Jeremy. Yeah, right. Well, it has started uh, mm-hmm. in various places around the country. Canada, uh, too. And in uh, Canada, which, you know, Canada, it's Canada has just absolutely gone to heck in a handbasket. You know, I used to think of Canada as like, you know what, if this country keeps going this way, I'm moving to Canada. Right. Dude, I'd rather move to Mexico at this point. I uh, I wouldn't. Well, don't worry about uh, COVID. Don't worry well, about COVID because mm-hmm. uh, grandpa, grandpa there uh, will, uh, he'll address it in, oh, I don't know, eight or nine months. Yeah. Yeah, and he'll call it sort of uh, like Maui. He'll he'll get boy, there when he gets there. Boy, I tell you, man, he'll get there when he gets there. Did you hear his sob story in Maui about how he yes. almost lost his house? Yes, and I, you know, <laughs> oh, Lord, come don't on. start up comparing there. your. He's up, oh my, he's, he he's, did. Oh, he's God. up there going. You know, yeah, Jill and I, we you know we were kind of get, went through a similar thing. You know, there, I had a about that time Jill fire. on camera. Looks at him like, "What are you talking yeah. about?" And uh, it's oh, like God. lightning, lightning hit our house, uh, and my almost lost my Corvette and my cat. Oh my! I'm God. like, "You yeah. idiot!" He's so there cl- are he's so children clueless. as God. a couple of people that have been interviewed since have said there were children that were literally incinerated by right. this. If you're talking about your cat, does your Corvette, anybody brief him before these things? My well, I, God. I'm sure they. Well, okay. Number one, yes, they probably do. But two things are wrong with that. The first thing is he has dementia, Alzheimer's, whatever, so he immediately forgets whatever it is they tell him. Mm -hmm. Plus, his staff, they're a bunch of idiots. So whatever it is that they're telling him is stupid to begin with. And because the whole thing, and, and the other thing is that, kind of boils my potatoes, as I like to say, when it comes to stuff like this. Joe gets a pass because he's a Democrat. Mm -hmm. I mean, if it had been any Mm. Republican... And if this it is, had been anybody with an over and I just want to say this, again. you know, people might think this is a, a more modern reality, but how long did we hear about Dan Quell misspelling potato? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about what Dan Quell did. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, my Lord. And compare yeah. that to what Joe Biden does. Well, and, and oh you know, you remember, you remember all of the, uh, all of the heck that... Uh, uh, George W. Bush uh, got into over Katrina. Right. When he oh, fl- yeah. flew over in Air Force One, he said, he, you know, I didn't want to land. Uh, you know, it was already bad enough. Uh, Why and add to and it? here it is. Yeah, yeah I didn't want to add to it. And Joe is, I mean, to me, I think some of the worst of it, because I can remember presidents. Well, number one, I can remember a lot of presidents who haven't been on vacation as often as Joe has, but I can remember presidents who would leave their vacation to go somewhere where something has happened Mm -hmm. to be the very presidential. Joe was always on vacation. Well, well, he has been lately. Whether he's on vacation or not, he's he's not on vacation in his brain, I suppose. And slow to react because I heard a story that from a lawmaker in um, Indiana, uh, I believe, or is it East Palestine? Where was that? Ohio. 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 East Palestine, Palestine, Ohio. East Palestine. That was the train derailment, derailment, right? Okay. He still still hasn't approved uh, disaster relief for those people, and mm. the reason they think is because they're not they don't they don't vote his way. That would be my and that's that would just, be my guess. And that is pathetically and you know these wild sad these wildfires. Really the I'm sure it is. Uh, and these wildfires in in Hawaii, I think Pima's they vote giving, his way though. What's the what's the holdup there? You know, I mean, I you know that is that's I don't think that, it's about voting. 
I, I wish it was. Well, I know. I mean, this guy and, doesn't and actually, care about well, the country. He just and doesn't I think care. Well, well, he the other thing, em- there's no Hawaii, he have empathy for people. Hawaii maybe. has most generally voted yeah, Democrat. That, and, and that's, he doesn't need Hawaii. Right. Yeah, uh, but, but he kind of needs Ohio. East Palestine. <laughs> East Palestine. That, that disaster happened months yeah. and months and ago. He has it. And, you know, the Hawaii wildfires have been a... Uh, just a terrible thing from the very beginning, whether you're talking about the locals and there's all kinds of things floating around out there as to what was going on. Uh, And apparently um, there are already now a bunch of conspiracy theories as to what has smart cities, huh? Well, that's the conspiracy theories I keep seeing. Because, well, that's some of it. You know. you know, that's some of it. Some of the others uh, were these were intentionally started by some sort of laser weapon from mm. space, <laughs> and uh, oh which I gosh. mean, I'm not gonna, I'm Why not gonna not put both? it past it, anybody. And the the other thing is, it's kind of interesting that you know none of they started in areas where with the prevailing winds it took out all of some of these longtime homes and managed to miss all the mega mansions of the mega rich Mm. who live out there. And now there's talk about all these people trying to buy up, you know, the land where the fire went through. Oh, yeah. There's also... Because eventually uh, it will uh, be valuable again. Right. And, uh, you know, there's also apparently, you know, they never sounded the... The emergency sirens, you know, the guy that was in charge said we don't didn't want to sound the sirens because it would confuse people. He thought it would make them run toward the fire instead of away from the fire. And, of course, I'm thinking <laughs> you're going to see the fire. Mm-hmm. It's at night. I, You know, when this happened, you're I don't know why you would run because I, I guess out in Hawaii, you know, those emergency sirens. Could be for a wildfire, an earthquake, a tsunami, a tornado. And so I guess that was, or at least that's what they say. The thinking was, well, we can't do this because they'll run inland instead of running toward the ocean to escape the fire. This is another one of those. And and the guy that was in charge, they wouldn't free up water either. And apparently what I read, the guy that's the water czar out there is... Uh, one of those uh, woke uh, guys who was trying to uh, equally spread out the water or whatever, and he didn't approve, you know, so they could fight the freaking fire. So they didn't have any water. They didn't sound the emergency sirens. Now there's all this talk about barricades that were set up and police not allowing people to evacuate. I've seen several stories and I heard several people say that the police were blocking the roads out away from the fire. And uh, so that uh, there's a story today that quotes people as saying that they managed to go around the barricades and they survived. The people who didn't, who couldn't go around the barricades, all those cars that we've seen on the, the street there in Lahaina, they all stacked up as if they were in a traffic jam. Yes, they were stacked up in a traffic jam because they weren't being allowed out, according to several stories. Mm. At least when you're finding, certainly on social media, of course, the mainstream media is not paying any attention uh, to this. And then Joe, you know, it's he was on vacation in Rehoboth Beach and reporters were trying to ask him and he said, no comment. And then he was asked again but as he was, you know, flying to... Lake Tahoe for another vacation and he was going to go to Maui for a couple hours and they asked him what can you tell us about your trip and and or can you tell us anything about your trip and he's like no like really you can't you can't I mean I'm just what in the world and then he's out there for about six hours and he just makes it worse and worse with those stories that Mm -hmm. everybody hears you know, about almost, which he did, it was like basically a kitchen fire. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and he's talking, and, and these literally, these are, there are still, they think over a thousand people missing. Yeah. Most of them children. And he's talking about almost losing his, he was afraid he was going to lose his Corvette and his cat. I, I mean, I just, oh my gosh, I, it's, 
you know, and then, it, you know, some of the video I've seen, and this could have been edited, and I will, I haven't seen the whole thing. You know, it looks like he's asleep at some ceremony where, you know, they're talking about the victims of the fire, and he's over there apparently nodding off. But like I said, I haven't seen, it's a clip, and so you can do stuff when you're only picking out mm-hmm. 20 seconds, and I don't, I mean, so I'm not going to say too much about that because I haven't seen, and I want to at least, create the illusion of being fair and uh grateful you know it's an illusion i'm just golly this is it's just pathetic what's going on and there you know we talked about started talking about covid you know some of the cases are coming up a little bit not too much but a little bit uh there's a college in atlanta i think it's morris brown university that's already said we're going on lockdown basically that everybody's got to wear a mask everybody needs to be vaccinated can't get gather in large groups rutgers university now in piscataway new jersey how would you like to live in a place called piscataway uh, it's Rutgers University, a Big Ten away. school. Uh, they are now, they're saying, you have to be vaccinated in order to go to class. And if you've already enrolled and you're not vaccinated and you refuse to be vaccinated, we're kicking your but out of here. Okay, can I? Can we pause here? Yeah, I, we I can mean, pause. I'll yeah. take a breath and take a <clears throat> sip of the uh, marvelous tequila sunrises that uh, Tom Miller's made for us. No less. Yes. So, Go right ahead. Well, so here's a thing that's a little confusing to me about these institutions of higher learning. Um, well, it is Rutgers. I understand. <laughs> but I mean, you know, Rutgers alumni around the world feel like they probably. Yes, I get your point. Yes. So. You would think they would be smarter than that. I, 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 ho- I really, I really want <clears throat> the American public to be smarter than that, because there is absolutely no ambiguity, no conspiracy theory, no question whatsoever about the results of the vaccine. We, <clears throat> in hindsight, it's a hundred percent, no questions asked, not. Effective. In fact, it's made things worse for people who got COVID in the long run. You know, with an attitude like that, you are racist. I know. It's fine. I'm a bigot as well. <laughs> yes. So, but this is my and whole point. And a transphobe. This is not some conjecture for me. This is objectively uh, true by the numbers. It's been confirmed by the WHO. It's been confirmed by the CDC under under oath, under yeah. testimony and oath on yeah. uh, in other countries that have brought about litigation. Now, with all that said... This institution of higher learning is going to completely ignore this, believe that mm-hmm. their people are that stupid mm-hmm. that they're going to say, are. you can't go to school <clears throat> here unless you do something that we know is meaningless and, in fact, may actually <laughs> cause you harm. Listen, what? go die, Rutgers. Fall into the ocean. This is the problem. This is why I you know, have maintained this position for over two years now, more like four, well, for me, more like a lifetime, but this position of zero hope for this country because there is people, there are people in charge of Rutgers. More than one person is driving this boat. Oh, yeah, yeah. And right. they're all just like, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, of course. If you just, um, no, there's no higher learning here. There is nothing but pure agenda, pure agenda and pure dollars and everything else. They're just trying to figure out a way to have control and make money, and I'm so over it. I swear it does it man it would not take anything to push me over the edge right now well it, <laughs> and rutgers is um is just uh, the first of many many they're oh, not yeah. even the first but they're the first right university that you would probably recognize the name since they are a big 10 school mm-hmm. and uh, i would think that there'll be some others certainly i mean i'm sure those wusses out in uh, northern california stanford and cal and those places and various down. others. I can promise you, oh, you mm-hmm. will do the same thing. Well, it's you know, I you know, of course, I bought my uh, season football tickets for uh, OSU, and I'm thinking, well, geez, you know, I'm yeah. There may not be any games. May not be any games. <clears throat> uh, you know, the the last Bedlam game may have already been played <laughs> last season. 
because it may not play one uh, this year. And why is this happening? Well, let's see. When was the last time it happened? Election year. Oh, that's right. The fall of the year before the election yes. year. Oh, when's it happening this time? The huh, fall weird. before, the the, fall before yes. an election year. Of course. Gosh, wake up, humans. Yes, and, <laughs> and now, you know, once this happens, then, of course, you know, there'll be mail-in uh, balloting again. And, um, you know, the the... But, you know, really, I don't know why they're going through all the trouble because, my opinion, the fix is already in. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, it really doesn't matter. I mean, it's, you know, they've already proven that they can doctor some things up. And I got to be careful with what I say no, or you I'll, I'll have a federal arrest warrant out for me in Georgia. I mean, well, and, uh, So, uh, but I... Uh, but yes, and and it's also going to be a way of, uh, I'm sure they're thinking, well, you know, the last time we did this, we got a whole bunch of money mm -hmm. from the federal government in pandemic relief, which of course now there's a lot of it that people are wondering, well, exactly what, what did you buy with all this money? What did you do with all this money? And it was basically uh, insulation for pockets. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so it's all, it's just a scam. Well, and nobody so, could be happier about this development with COVID than Fauci. He's going to oh, get back on the stage. He already Not that is. he's ever left the right. stage. But, you know, he'll feel like everybody will start listening to him again. Yes, yes. He's already, I heard as I was coming over, I was listening to uh, Fox and, uh, you know, they ran a soundbite with uh, Dr. Pouchy when he was on, I guess, MSNBC or CNN or one of those where he was talk where he was talking about, oh, yeah, see, you know, we're going to have to do this and we have to do that. And I'm like, you know, he, this is the guy who, uh, you know, Rand Paul would like to see him in jail. Right. And uh, I don't Certainly that's never going to happen. But uh, he probably ought to be. You know, he's the guy who said at the beginning of everything, I guess before, you know, the the uh, kickbacks kicked in, where Fauci was like, well, uh, we'll never have mass mandates here because mass won't work against viruses. The virus is too small. It'll get through. And of course, now, which of course is a fact. It is an absolute fact. Fact. So you just double mask. It's you know. Come well, on. I you know, and some people were so great. I know people that triple. Oh, good lord! I, I mean, you know, that triple masked and wore <laughs> goggles and all kinds of stuff, gloves and hazmat <sighs> and suits. I'm just like, oh my lord! Um, I will say this, and, and uh, uh, of course, uh, you know, I got uh, I got vaccinated. I wasn't too fired up about it, but at the time... You had to do it to I, work. I was... No, I did not. Oh, okay. I you thought know, you had I to do it to no, work. I heart never came down with okay. any kind of okay. mandate that, you know, everybody has to be vaccinated. I had to to work uh, I, for a certain basketball outfit. Right. Yes. Now the th right. Hey, the don't, I, I didn't say that. Hey, you said it. Well, the, I, you I didn't, didn't name I, names. Hey, you didn't name names. I didn't say it was you, but I just know that the Thunder and the rest of the NBA. Yeah. You don't were know that that was what I was talking about. Their though. employees, whether well, it was they, what you were talking about. I was or talking not. about a Pee Wee basketball team and okay. they, I was involved with. Well, yeah. the big league basketball team did require that, <laughs> along with everything they, else. In there the was NBA. Some, there were exemptions in 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 the requirements. It really was a requirement if you were going to be around players. So, in other words, the production staff um, that weren't on the court, they didn't necessarily have to get vaccinated, but they did have to go through COVID tests to enter the building and several other things. You know, the rules were so weird back then. I mean, I remember, you know, when, when you would go out to eat. That, yeah, you, that was the dumb one. You though. had to, I know. You had to yeah. wear a mask. As you came in the building and were walking to your table, yeah. then you could take your mask off mm -hmm. and sit there for the rest of the dadgum day, I guess, if you wanted to, at right. a sports bar watching, uh, you know, a bunch of games along with everybody else that didn't have their masks on. Then you needed to put your mask on so you could walk. I'm like, and really? Then, and then certain venues, uh, you were allowed to smoke with your mask off, which if you're a smoker, that's pretty much constant. 
there's no you don't you can just light a cigarette one after the other. You know, I and did not you, and did, not wear a mask. So did you that see the video dumb. of, of uh, somebody who cut a hole in their mask and was had the cigarette yeah in in the hole so that I guess they would be the rest of the way masked up. Oh my God, people are, oh Just my their gosh. Their mask would start on fire. And so I Morons. know, I mean, there are already, you know, there are already people who are wearing masks. Some of them are wearing masks well, there's at a lot home. Of, there's a lot Several, of people that haven't, that never stopped. Right, there are some that never stopped. And there are people that wear masks in the car when they're in there by themselves. I'm like, I'm reminded really? of the Princess Bride <sighs> when, uh, when the Dread Pirate Roberts, who was later not the Dread Pirate Roberts, said, talked about masks, and he said, I believe in the future everyone will be wearing masks because they're terribly comfortable. <laughs> That's right. I remember that line. Mm-hmm. <sighs> um, and if and they're not, but he was wrong because they're horrible. They are horrible. And yeah, I they hate, are. Especially for gla- people that wear glasses you know, like dude, myself. exactly. Awful. It's especially ridiculous. in the wintertime. You can't do anything. <clears throat> no, it's awful. There have been, uh, I know you guys will uh, don't have any problem uh, believing this. Uh, there have been studies done that show actually that health-wise, it was worse, worse. Yeah, sure it was. when you wore a mask than if you did not. Yes. Because you really weren't being protected from COVID because the virus could come in. But you were but, getting CO2 buildup. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and it was more difficult to breathe. Yeah. It was like for people who were wearing glasses, it was more difficult to see. Yeah, it was. Because your glasses would fog up in wintertime. So it's all, you know... And they all, they're telling you, well, you know, we have to follow the science. Then if we're following the science, why aren't we wearing these stupid masks? Because it's not doing any good. And the whole thing, and again, I'm going to walk out onto my, uh, or walk down in my rabbit hole. Uh, it was basically an exercise in how well the people would fold right. and how easily they could be manipulated into doing something you wanted them to do, no matter how stupid and nonsensical it was. And it's going to happen oh, again. Yeah. Yes, it's going to absolutely. It's going to happen again. Because it, it works. It, because, because they can. Because right. they can. And now, now they know will, that they can. There will definitely be more resistance now <laughs> than yeah. there was. Yeah. This is the beginning, dude. Um, I'm telling you, this is where the, the revolution begins. People so, are going to just lose their crap. They're going to start pulling out firearms and shooting people. This is what's going to happen. And it's just going to turn into this chaotic mess. Uh, but that's all part of the plan, guys. It's just all part of the plan. That's why this is happening. They need something to instigate that. See, the thing is, the the, the powers that be need the, the populace to become violent because until the population becomes violent, if, if they don't become violent, they can't move in with, with martial restrictions law. and martial law. So it has to, they have to drive them to a place of violence. That's why they're indicting Trump. That's why they're going to be doing all of this stuff. They're they're taking the d- division and taking half the country and shoving it down their throats to make them rise up and be violent. And it doesn't take much. It only takes a couple acts to start enforcing martial law, literally like a handful. <laughs> and and the thing is, of course, we all know it's lopsided. We know it's lopsided. The summer of love, you got all these people rioting over over uh, an addict who threatened to kill a woman and her unborn child in her stomach, and and he died because he was high on fentanyl. And we, we that would be uh, George Floyd that you're talking yes. about. The autopsy report for those of you who might not know and have fallen for all the BS that's been spread by the mainstream media. Uh, the official autopsy report by George uh, on George Floyd. Uh, listed all kinds of reasons as to why he died, mm-hmm. and it was most ever ago. Yes, it's it How has did been it take long. this long? Well, this I mean, it's, it's been, been out. out I mean, I'm not. It's been out for a while. It. It's just the mainstream media doesn't right. want people to know but about it. But this is the whole thing because so, it doesn't say that he was killed by the cops. So, so the far the far left uh, political powers 
encouraged rioting, encouraged oh, taking absolutely. to the streets over this yes, thing. You bet. Yes, and, you and bet. all amidst amidst the COVID. And there issues. are there are and so you realize that the I mean the double standard is so evident yes. and so obvious nobody even cares like I said two years ago three years ago they're not even trying to hide it they don't they right. don't need to hide it Mm-mm. they don't care because all they have half the country and I don't think they have half the country but they have they have enough of the country to make it feel like half the country because you have people who just well, they buy have it. most all of the media well that's what I'm saying they have all of that the propaganda wing is live and well right. you have everybody in the middle that's kind of going okay i mean we're reasonable people so sort of makes sense now it doesn't make sense you guys are stupid so really i would argue 80 percent of the country just ain't that dumb but what what do they know to do well the 80 percent of the country out working trying to earn a living it's like you said though 80 percent of the country will go along with it for a amount of time and then eventually it's going to get to the point where those 80 percent are going to go not anymore and we're not going to buy it again especially like here's the deal gosh get just stop being so stupid why go another strain of covid you idiots just make up something else right yeah yeah. i mean dear god uh, blame it on the north koreans or somebody that everybody hates anyway i I thought they would do something make it it a strain of ebola you want people to respond call it a strain of ebola um, but it, it looks like they're just going to go with a, another variant of uh, COVID. They're so stupid. Uh, but, but what I, makes it so know, bad is that the the rest of the U.S. is that much more dumb. They buy yeah. it. No, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No, exactly. Once again, they buy it until it, they buy it until uh, it, it changes their life enough that they won't buy it anymore. And by know, that time, it's too late. Well, Tom, maybe. I'm going to disagree with you a little bit on that. There are going to be some people who will just keep right on buying it. No, I, I agree that that you're right about that. But I think the majority of people, if it changes their life enough, that they won't anymore. This is instant government control. Obviously, our economy was wrecked because of this last yep. situation. It's not going to... It's obviously still not... It's, it's no, in it's terrible still, shape now. It is. And so now... You add this to it, guess, here. Just write it down, the guys. The supply I mean, chain has it never recovered. It's, it's August twenty third. I've said this before, <laughs> but let's let's just assume this is the last time that I've said it. Okay, August twenty third, uh, two thousand twenty three. They're going to do lockdowns. They're going to have to force in a BMI, a basic minimum income that's going to be provided for the government because now you have no choice, right? So it's not stimulus anymore. Stimulus isn't going to do anything. It ain't going to put bread on the shelves, which, by the way, nothing will because if you shut the economy down, no one's mm-hmm. making bread. Mm-hmm. But forget that for just a minute. Well, we're going to be eating insects we're anyway, not gonna exactly we're not gonna have anything to eat fema will then provide things like they'll we'll start off with things like mres and they will eventually create what you just said a, a supplemental piece that says well you know obviously there's no one out we can't work because it's not safe enough so we're going to provide these little biscuits or this whatever lo- this loaf of uh exactly and nutrients it's, and it's and it's Ground nutrient loaf and and it's conspiracy <laughs> theorists no, that's the conspiracy theorists saying it's ground up crickets of course it's not this is grade yeah, a choice beef okay. mixed with could some be, good could vegetables be and, could yeah. be ground up grasshoppers blah blah blah, well, blah whatever blah, there's blah. a lot of this is what we have for the next three years four snouts. years they will absolutely win the election there's no no question, the powers no, that we absolutely no will question. stay in control. Yes. It doesn't matter if a, if a hundred percent of the people vote for somebody like Vivek Ramaswamy. It will not matter. The left will still own it all because they already are in control. They're not going to give it up, and they're going to own this country because they're not just in bed with their own ownership. They're in bed with a world government. They're in bed with the World Economic Forum. They're in bed with China. They're in bed with Ukraine and Russia. They're in bed with the WHO. They're in bed with all of these organizations. The World Health Organization, not the band. Both. The band is just as bad. Well, they do. I guess they call themselves the WHO for a reason. Exactly. But that's my whole thing. That that there is no (laughs) natural progression. Where, where what we've enjoyed as the freedoms of the United States, that doesn't exist anymore. It's not coming back again. We have to understand this is over. And the only thing that will make what I'm saying right now untrue is a, a violent revolution, and then we don't know what happens. I mean, it's going to be its own, own version of hell, but, but that's it. Otherwise, it's just going to happen. There is no fixing this. It's over. So, you know... Sorry for the encouragement, everybody. <laughs> well, all I can say Stock to that... Stock up on all, rice all, and beans. All I can say to that is drink up. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, I need to make another pitcher, I yeah, think. Yeah, you do. Or actually, wow. we just need to switch to bourbon instead of Well, this is sunrises. why, you know, honestly, I don't even know why people bother getting out of debt at this point. I mean, I'm, like, I'm sitting there going, well, forget you know, this. For some right. people, it's yeah. really difficult the way things are right now. 
You know, the I was hearing this as I was coming over this morning because of interest rates and, and various things for for people who, who own their homes right now. You know, they're in really, really good shape because the mortgage rates for a lot of those loans down around 3%. Yeah, I'm under 3. I'm at uh, 2 point something. Now, though, for a new home, it's going to be up over 8%. I know. And uh, Charles Payne... Uh, who, uh, uh, you know, was a market analyst and investor, stock market guy, economist, and does some stuff for Fox. Uh, he was saying that that change is going to take what a couple of years ago, uh, if with the down payment, you bought a house, your average payment for the average house the mortgage because of the low interest rate would be about $900 a month. That same house purchased today with the interest rates as they are, your monthly payment will not be $900 a month. It'll be about $2,300 a month. And so that is a, you know, for mega rich, it doesn't matter. It's couch cushion money. Right. But for other people, and they're not it carrying is a mortgage. big, big, they're and they're it. right. Yeah, they right. You know, they're just, you know, bringing in a couple of boatloads of cash. Well, and this is, again, this is the transfer of wealth. In America, historically, <clears throat> wealth is built through real estate. And I mean, historically, like legacy wealth. My sure, ki- right, my, yeah. my in-laws own a house. When they pass, that that the value of that house, whether that house specifically or it's sold, will go to my wife and her brother. Right and so on and so forth. When when I die, my house will go to my boys and everything that I've accumulated. That's how Americans grew in wealth is by ownership of real property. Well, the World Economic Forum has already said that's not the world we live in. Blackstone and Vanguard have been buying up private property for ever they've been buying whole neighborhoods out because uh, they're just gonna rent. They're, no one's gonna own Jack and uh, other <coughs> mega rich. People, individuals, people like Bill right, Gates right. Uh, have been buying up. Uh, and honestly, I'm waiting for them to offer, and I will absolutely sell. If you guys are listening, call me up. But I'm going to sell way above market value. And the reason I'm going to sell is because he can't own anything anyway. What if I if I hold out, all that's going to happen is someone's going to try to take it, and I'm going to be out on the street. If I sell, at least I'll have some means to do something different, which is I'm going to go buy my own island off the <laughs> off the coast of Antarctica. <laughs> I call it an island. Other people call it icebergs. But uh, well, you know, it is. But it'll it is. melt. But it's all melting. You won't have that to buy anymore. Right? Well, that's true. Uh, but you know, hey, uh, a couple other things. Uh, the uh, GOP debate is tonight. It's tonight. I wonder. Yeah, was. yeah. Tonight at uh, eight o'clock our time. Who's in it? Fox. Trump's not in it, right? Uh, Trump is not in it. Uh, DeSant- Ron DeSantis, uh, South Carolina Senator Tim Scott. Former UN Ambassador Nikki Haley, biotech entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy, former Jersey Governor Chris, uh, Chris Christie, former Veep Mike, Mike Pence, Pence, former Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson, North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum uh, is supposed to be in it, but uh, he was out uh, playing basketball last night and and uh, blew out a knee or did something. And so they don't know for sure if he will be there or not. Larry Elder uh, is suing uh, to try to gain access uh, to the debate because he came in right about the cut line, which is, I think, polling at least 1%. Mm. And, uh, you know, they they said he wasn't. He said he was. And um, so he's trying to, he's trying to get... In uh, so why is the front runner not in this debate? He chose not to be. He's okay. doing a doing a uh, he's doing he's something doing about it with yeah. uh, Tucker Carlson and on, he'll get uh, and he'll get more X and he'll get be- bigger ratings than, sure than, than, than that than the debate. Well, you know what? I well we'll see Maybe. Uh, yeah. because he's I think a, a, a lot of people like me, for instance, I'm going to watch it tonight because I already know right about Trump. That's just it. That's what's and so stupid true. about it. What Who wants I, to hear him bloviate? What, what I want to hear is, is there somebody among these others that I might 
be interested in voting for. Vivek Ramaswamy is my guy. So I will vote I've, for him as long as he's on the ticket. So I'm definitely, and plus, I, you know, I could watch Tucker and Trump, I, I guess, about any time. I mean, mm. it's not going to be, you know, it's going to be on the internet. And uh, so I can watch that. But but again, I already know what Trump is going to say. I've already said it over and over again. This is all just a Fox News tactic. That's the thing that and, pisses me off about the whole deal <laughs> is like, because Fox is the one doing this debate. Yeah. And so the... Tucker and, and Trump have no love for Fox, so they're saying, well, the same time that goes on, we're going to do our thing and tank their ratings. Dude, this is, this is again, this is... Well, it's not going to tank it. It's on the internet. You're going to watch it whenever you want to watch it. I understand what you're saying. But and it absolutely so, will tank their ratings. People want to watch it live. You're acting like... I mean, I know what you're saying, but... Yeah, I want to watch... People, people want to watch... They're not going to... Their whole point is to tank the ratings of Fox News. And because it is a live stream that they're doing, I, I thought that all that—that's already been recorded. The interview. It may be, but they're going to stream it live at the well, same time. Well, but I mean, it's not going to be. And then it's going to be gone forever. No, no. I'm not saying it's not going to be available to watch afterwards. I'm saying their reason for doing it, Tucker and Trump, is to stick it to Fox. Well, and, 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 and maybe because they're both, both going to be available forever. You don't think the I, Fox debates are going to be available on the internet? It'll, well, it'll maybe, well, I probably, but I'm, and okay, maybe so. There may be some people that, but me, I am going to watch the debate. I totally agree with you. Yes. I know the, what Trump is going to say. Uh, I don't I, need to I hear agree, it again. And I agree, and I'm going to do the same thing, but or I won't yeah. be watching it, but I'll watch it later. But my, my point is, is that, that this is why it's stupid. Because it's uh, not going to, even if it tanks the ratings, it doesn't really matter. What are you trying to accomplish? Ratings are stupid anyway in, yes, today's, in today's world because right. so few people watch things live anyway. Right. Except for sporting sports events. Sports is the only thing where you can That's make an argument for ratings. the only thing I watch yeah. live is sports. And news. Yeah. Live news. Like uh, as and I don't even do live uh, news, Well, I'm typically. saying like if, okay, if a, a nuclear breaking bomb, news yeah, story. Right. Yes. Okay. Right. But like you the, know, 10 it's a good car 10 chase. the 10 o'clock news, I never watch that live because I don't want to sit through uh, the damn commercials. No, right. So yeah. I record it and I watch it at 11 yeah. or whatever I, the, the, time, only time, so. the only time I ever watch local news is in a severe weather situation. Yeah. Because otherwise, you know, number one, I already know what well, a yeah. lot of things are right. that have happened. Yeah, because you're watching Twitter all day. And because I'm, I'm yeah. seeing some of that or I'll get a, I'll get, you know, all the, TVs and the newspaper, they all send out alerts. Right. You know, big explosion here or a car wreck here or yeah. three murders there. And so I already know what's going to be. You have your finger on the pulse. Yeah, as it the, were. Right. There you go. It's my middle finger. Where's the sound effect? Uh, that was but, it. So that's that going on tonight. And I really am interested to see if there's somebody in that group that. You're gonna love. Nobody's I, gonna want to watch. Nobody wants to watch it because it's gonna be boring. Trump's not there to to make it Dude, that's ridiculous. Part of what I want to see, and, I just and, I and over I'm the top. You. All those people are very nice to. They'll be very no, nice. I'm telling you, dude. You guys, maybe are not like Chris. Vivek. Chris, maybe not Chris Christie. Have you heard Vivek at all? Have you guys? Yeah, heard I have. You've heard I haven't. I've I've seen a couple dude, interviews he's done with Tucker he's Carlson. He's unbelievable. And, uh, he's he's I'm, he's. He's on the edge. Will he's, he get time? Will he get enough time? Yes. Though? He's all right. He's he's now the second in most polls. He's second behind Trump. All right. And he started at the bare bottom, right? right? But yeah, he yeah. but DeSantis. So DeSantis is going to fire at Vivek. He's going to try to win against Vivek. Sure. Vivek's not going to do anything except do what he's been doing, which is just saying what he's going to do. Mm -hmm. You know, he makes this great point all the time. He says, "I'm not running from something. I'm running to something." He said, "All these—that's what sets me apart. Everybody's talking about what they're not going to do and what they're trying to yeah. run from." He said, "I've got a vision for this country, and that's what we're going to." Well, He's, really, you know, the whole thing is pointless. Anyway. It's pointless. Yeah, like you said a minute ago, it's pointless. I mean, the fix you know, is in. The fix is in. Oh, there's no doubt. But I'm still going to watch, and uh, because I really am interested in seeing how they respond to each other, what they say, and. All um, of that. So that starts tonight at uh, 8 o'clock our time on Fox. There's a little pregame at uh, 7.30 our time where they're, I don't know, going to analyze the analysts or whatever. <laughs> so uh, that's that's going to be going on. Trump, uh, I guess it's tomorrow that he uh, turns himself in in Georgia and they 
throw him in the hooskow. Oh, boy. Um, so mugshot time, baby. Well, you know, there. I saw something today that said that may not happen. Oh, so I don't know. I don't know what's going to I don't know how that's going to happen. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, I also find it, you know, you were talking about the bias of the mainstream media, <clears throat> which is no doubt that is happening. And the bias of the Biden DOJ and, and everything else, uh, because here they, you know, I forget, I can't count up all the charges they have against Trump now. And now there is other people, and here is Grandpa and the Biden crime family, where there's some actual real evidence, bank records and all like this. Right. Nothing. Nothing. And they're slow playing some things. It looks like the statute of limitations will end up running out on Hunter mm -hmm. before anything ever really happens. Sure. And, um, you know, there's all this talk, and I'm just so sick of... I am really, really sick of the most of the Republicans in Congress because, you know, they, during the last election cycle, when a lot of them were running, they were like, we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And we're going to fight back on this. You know, they're just a bunch of pansies. Mm -hmm. You know, they have now, I will say this, that at least there have been these investigations that have been going on in some of the committees. And it seems to me that they have uncovered a lot of actual real evidence. But there has been really no solid effort for impeachment. I mean, it seems to me, you know, they have, the Democrats impeached Trump once for a, something that was totally made up by Hillary Clinton, for crying out loud. More importantly, and, not just made up by Hillary Clinton, that she actually did the thing she accused right. him of doing. Which, of course, according to the Nancy Pelosi playbook, and she right. she had she the, talked about she, it. You know, Pelosi, say whatever you want about Pelosi, but she has brass balls. She went out there and actually laid out the playbook. Yeah. You know, somebody asked her during a news conference about some of this stuff and how it worked. And she said, well, how you do it is you do something and then you plant a story with a trusted media source blaming the other guy. And that trusted media source then prints it. And it's a trusted media source with the New York Times, the Washington Post, NBC, ABC, CBS, MSNBC, CNN, yada, yada, yada. And they put it on and they quote, Capitol Hill insiders say, da, 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 da. And then they start leaking all this kind of stuff that's either doesn't exist or that it's totally made up. Mm. And Pelosi saying that's that is how you do it. You do something and you blame the other guy and make it sound like it's perfectly logical. <laughs> and so they're the ones, and especially in this environment Grand where slam, by the, the uh, mainstream media is so leftist now, that's what happens. And uh, so that's that's how this has gone. And yeah, grand slam by the uh, Tiggers to tie the Cubbies. Wow. At 4-4 four, four in the bottom of the sixth inning. Look at that. As we uh, sit here on this Wednesday uh, <laughs> afternoon. It looks like a pleasant day in Detroit. There, some of them are actually wearing hoodies. Wow, nice. Uh, I, yes. We we're, may, we're a long way from hoodies. We're the, a long way from hoodies. Yeah, the heat we down. are. We are. Although they When's say the first hoodie day, probably mid to late October. Maybe we get a, uh, we get a hoodie day. Maybe possible. Maybe mid to late November. <laughs> maybe at this rate, never. Uh, <laughs> because you know global warming. Hey, what? Uh, what? Yes, the world's on fire. All because of us. You know and. But uh, there's a cold front uh, they think might make it in here by Sunday or Monday and knock us down into the 80s. 10 degrees, uh, for, which, uh, hey, highs. I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, 20 degrees well, in 88, some areas. I heard saw 88, and that would be, yeah, we were well, well, we, pretty close. We've Southwest at least Oklahoma's been in the 110. Well, I know, I know. And we had 105 and 107 over this yes. past weekend. So, so yeah. I mean, yeah, 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 that's 20 degrees. No, it's it's ugly, and it's And 180% humidity. And 108, you know, there was a... Uh, 
Let's see. Uh, the Oklahoma Mesonet, I believe it was up up around Miami one day last week. Had a heat index of 126 yep. or 27. Yep. I saw that. Points. The uh, National New Weather record. Service office in Topeka, Kansas, I think last Thursday maybe or over the weekend sometime, the uh, they tweeted out that the heat index in Lawrence, Kansas – was 134. <laughs> I was telling a K-State friend of mine that. I said, hey, did you hear what the weather service said, the heat index was in Lawrence the other day? And this was a K-State guy. He said, no. And I told him 134. And the K-State guy said, wow, that's probably hot enough to melt their Crayolas over there at uh, KU. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, oh, ah, yeah. Yeah, I they, told you that. I told you that heat index that they recorded in at the airport in uh, in Iran in in uh, the capital of Iran a couple of months ago. One hundred and forty five. Yeah, that's uh, that's some difficult heat, and uh, you know most of those their their base temperature. I think that day was one hundred and fifteen, and then they had one hundred and forty five heat index. You know, you know how uncomfortable must that be? <laughs> For the women, With a full hijab, or yes. what do they call that? Oh if I'm probably saying Lord. that wrong, but, uh, hijab, hijab, I think. hijab. Yeah, uh, with a full. I mean, that must be <sighs> brutal. Yeah, you can't breathe. How about wearing a mask in that? We may all uh, be doing it. Well, you know, and, and a lot of them, all they, <laughs> Jeremy, they're, they're kind he's of going to punch me. Hang on. Well, it's, uh, some of you are wearing a full <laughs> hijab. You're really kind of wearing. Yeah, a mask you are. You, are. you only you're have eye holes. Or a slit, bro. Are you leaving? No, he's getting a. He's going to go get a, a shot of tequila. Okay, I, hey, bring I, some for that me. Just, that drove him over the top. Uh, let's see. The, you know the other <laughs> thing that I. Well, actually, there's a couple of things that I also wanted to talk about today, uh, and one of them is um, Thunder basketball, and we can get to that here in a minute. But they they still have a little bit of a roster crunch going on. Uh, they need to uh, they need to trim down by uh, three, as it stands right now, three standard NBA contracts to get to the roster limit of fifteen. Uh, but they still have about two months to get that done. So, and will they send some folks, a couple, some of those guys down to the blue, or how does that? Well, work? no, no, they can't do. They can't do Not that. Not even that, huh? No, because okay. they they uh, because these guys are are on standard NBA contracts. They've signed three guys because now this season you can have three uh, two-way players that can go back and forth between the Thunder and the G League. Okay. And those are uh, Lindy Waters, the former uh, OSU star, is back. They signed Olivier Saar, the center from uh, France, who's been on the Thunder roster before. They signed him again. And Keontae Johnson, the rookie from Kansas State. But those other guys... Those are full regular NBA contracts, and you can only have 15 during the regular season. So they can either waive them or trade them, and uh, they'll have to still have to do some juggling. So we'll see how that shakes out. And the other thing that I find, one thing that I really find fascinating is uh, the stuff about Oliver Anthony. Oh, yeah. Rich men north of Richmond. Okay, before you go any further, I want to ask a quick question. Yes. Uh, do you know what we're talking about? No. Oh, he's living under a rock. Okay. I am. That's all right. I'm going to pull it up so we can reference yes. it. Okay, great. But great. I find it. Uh, where did you first? Who, Lori is the one who introduced me to it. And I'm just curious of where you first heard it. Uh, I first heard it, I guess, on Fox News, actually. Mm. And. Uh, and I had seen something about it on Twitter about how this, or X, whatever the hell it is now, uh, about how the song was exploding a across America. And Oliver Anthony is a guy that really musically nobody had ever heard of. I mean, his <laughs> friends and family had, obviously. Right. But, you know, the mainstream music industry had never heard of him. And this song struck a chord, Rich Men North of Richmond, referring to politicians sure. in Washington, mm -hmm. D.C. Because those are the rich men north of Richmond. Right. And so it's a protest song. 
And uh, he's very, and to see the video, the music video of him singing it, his facial expressions, he's really emotional when he's yeah. singing it. You can find it on everywhere now. It's all over the place. But the kind of the amazing thing about this, here's a guy that nobody had ever heard of. He writes this song, performs this song, and it just goes nuts all across the country because of, of uh, social media mostly. And then it's been picked up by Spotify. Some radio stations are playing it. And this week, this week, it debuted, the song Richmond North of Richmond debuted on the Billboard Hot 100 at number one. Wow. It is the first time it is the first time ever in the history of the billboard hot 100 which is basically combines all All genres genres Mm -hmm. of music into the hundred hottest songs in the country and it is first time ever that for an artist to debut at number one without any previous chart History debuted at number one. Not only debuted at number one on the Billboard Hot 100, but also debuted at number one on the Hot Country Tunes. In the first week of it officially being released, that song had uh, 17 and a half million streams that were played. It was downloaded 147,000 times. With, that sold downloads 147,000 times. And as of a couple days ago, the video has been viewed now more than 32 million times on YouTube. Wow. Yeah, it, I, if I'm not mistaken, his first post of this was on TikTok, and uh, it had 14 million views on TikTok uh, in, I want to say, in the same day. <laughs> like it, it just it immediately it, exploded. It and, it immediately and, and, exploded. and I was just realizing we can't play it here because we will get muted if we do. Oh yeah. Uh, but I'll play it for you, Tom, when we're done. It, okay. It's. Uh, but what's so funny is it, it really is this anthem. I mean, I was thinking yeah, about yes. when, when you uh, th- there was a show uh, called Firefly, a Joss Whedon show. Did you ever see that mm-hmm. one? So it's kind of a space spaghetti western, and yeah. Um, well, it wouldn't be spaghetti western, but anyway, <laughs> space western. Right. But there was a there was an episode, um, and it was it was about the kind of rough and tumble jarhead guy in the show Jane, um, and it was he had done something by accident on this planet, <laughs> and the they wrote a folk song about him, and they called it a man called Jane. They made a, a statue to him. But when you, what's funny is this song reminded me of that movie or that television show because when you when you listen to Oliver talk I've made I made a comment and got a response directly back from him on his because really that's very cool well because it was early enough on I was like uh, yeah he's 40, 40 second now. comment you know yeah but but the whole thing is he he he'd be the first to tell you uh he's not a good singer he's not a good guitar player and this song was just written out of his heart and yeah. everything about the song rings true yep I mean he makes a comment about one I think is really a brilliant uh, turn of phrase, as he said, I wish uh, politicians would be more concerned about minors and not just minors on an island somewhere. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> he just, he's got these lines. Mm. He talks about, um, you know, if you're five foot three and 300 pounds, we shouldn't have to pay for your bag of fudge rounds. You know, and he's just talking about this. It's like there's so many backwards things. And and Lori, Lori told me about that because a, a story really stuck out to her. She was in line uh, at a grocery store, and there was a uh, a person in front of her that had oh carts and carts God. of. Just, I know where this is going. I'm sure because <laughs> I've seen it too. Yeah, Go ahead. Had carts and carts of of junk food and just yeah. food. Yep. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But but. So she she gets done. I mean, and Lori's just an observer in this story, but she she goes next in line, and the cashier is distraught, and the cashier is basically just said it. Just I can't. I don't even know what to do with this, and she just starts pouring her heart out, saying, you know, I literally just had to move because I can't afford to do to even buy groceries because I have this job, 
And if I didn't have a job, I would have more groceries than I could ever need. I would be able to live in a place for free with Section 8 housing or low cost. And so... Well, you could also you know, get you could also get that if you wade across the Rio Grande River. Well, too. Right, and that that's the uh, whole know, thing is that you I look digress. at this stuff and it's and it really is we've created with with their, our welfare system we've created a state yes. where where the people who work hard and try to get ahead are are Punished. penalized. Yep. Yes. And and you can't. We, Lori and I experienced it when we had young kids. Yep. 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 You have yep. to make the choice: Do I go to work or do I pay for childcare? And the cost of childcare typically is as much as you're going to get paid sure. for the week when you have right. two small ones I know. like right. we did. Right, right. So it was, but, you know, but, you look at that, it's just, uh, it's insane. But I, I, it's hard for me to verbalize, but it's it's a, it's a it's in your DNA. You can't just not work. I mean, I, you oh, feel like, right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, but certainly the you might do better. I know, but changed. certainly you might do better uh food wise and ha- every all that might do better if you sat on your you know what and mm-hmm. did nothing but there's too many people and I know many of them that cannot do that well sure but that but you're talking about a generation that is different too you're right I, we're I, we're older and we can't not right feel useful that's where right. others have no problem well because they were raised doing feeling nothing yeah, they were ra- they were raised sitting under useless. a tree and playing a guitar well, they, like they were, nancy pelosi they were, wanted everybody they were, to do they were raised within the welfare state right and that that's it's what, what they, they everybody what owes, they, where right. they owe you a living. Uh, it's it's what it's what they know. It's and not, here's here's the worst part of that: that those 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 kids who were raised in that, there's no telling what their parents told them about it. You know what I'm saying? Because there's no accountability in that, and, and there shouldn't be. But right. they could have just as easily said it's because you know we're immigrants, and that's why we deserve this. Right, it, it could have nothing to do with worth ethic. I, but they just say what they want to say. And I'm obviously saying something that's no. probably not as common as another thing that I'd like to say, but I won't yeah. say. No, you understand. It's what generational, I'm though. They I'll see their it. parents doing nothing, it. and they'll do nothing. Right. Well, here's here's. I don't want to go I'm, where Jeremy was going, so I was trying. Well, to, I don't know for sure where Jeremy was going, but what, I know where, I, what I know I'm going to going, where, where I'm going is, you know, if somebody asks, you know, it would be like, well. Uh, the Democrats want us to to take all this free food and not do anything so that we will be able to thank them for giving us all this stuff while we sit on our sofas. And we'll rely, and then we'll, and we'll and have then to rely we'll, on them the we'll rest of our lives. On, we'll, we'll vote Because uh, we rely them. on them to be in office to help us and keep us fed but, you and know, there clothed are, and, oh, and There housed. are more and more people Sad. who are seeing through all of that. And for what it is, a scam just to get people to vote for them. Mm-hmm. Well, if you want to so, live at the bottom, the problem is the bottom isn't as small as it used to be. The and it's getting bigger every day. The bottom's getting bigger. So, so now it's a relatable position. It's not, it's not not relatable. Like the majority of people in our lives are living on the bottom. Well, the, the middle class is being destroyed. There's only upper and lower. There's and, no middle class. Uh, so there's... You know, used to, uh, you could, and you know, I mean, it's really, it's amazing how much things have changed. I mean, I am old enough to remember how, when I was a kid, we would have been classified as um, middle class, maybe even lower middle class, but well, actually, maybe then, maybe upper. I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I never, we were not certainly rich. You know, my dad worked, my mom worked. Uh, and, but I don't remember as a, as a kid, I, I don't remember wanting for necessarily much of anything. Um, uh, and we had a house that built, we built a brick house up on the north side of town just a block away from the high school i and which was really a a pretty nice house and it cost i believe in 1963 1300 dollars and my dad was on the gi bill and got the home loan 
Or, I mean, you know, most people today wouldn't even think about getting a loan for $1,300. Just put it on your credit card. <laughs> but, and I think their, their house payment was like $30 a month. And I remember my mom getting a little upset at my dad because lots of times he would get gas. There were a couple of gas stations down in Warica. One was on up on the hill, a truck stop, and it was more expensive than the one in town. Well, my dad was most often up on the hill. He worked for the railroad, and there was a motel up on the hill. And in those days, Warica was a crew change station for the Rock Island. And the crews would stay at the motel up on the hill. And so when it was time for them to catch their next train, my dad, who was the depot agent, would drive up to the hill, to the motel, and get those guys and come back. Well, if he was low on gas, he might stop at the truck stop or whatever to fill up. And I remember my mom getting upset with him because he had bought gas up at the truck stop instead of at the station in town. The station up on the, the hill was 36 cents a gallon. The station in town was 33. <laughs> but she was, you know, budgeting. She was concerned about those three cents. <laughs> and But everything was different. You know, you could go and fill up your grocery cart for about $10 back in those days. Can I talk about some numbers here? Sure, go ahead. All right, so according to moneywise.com, this is is, uh, interesting. We always talk about the 1%, right? So we have the 1%, I would say the 5% and the 10%. So let's just start with 10%. How much money do you have to make annually to be in the top 10%? you guys were guessing are you talking about worldwide or in this in country the, in or the united states to be in the top 10 percent yeah you're a top 10 percenter meaning you're not part of the 90 percent how much do you have to make a year yeah six million oh five hundred thousand wow you guys are way longer than i would have thought One hundred seventy-three thousand. Oh, oh what? really golly okay. i thought well there you go but Man. here's the thing do you know how many people do you know in the top 10 percent well, I don't know. I haven't talked to anybody about really. But I'm just saying. I, don't know. I mean, practically speaking, are you probably one not of you very guys? many? No, I don't think you no. guys are in the top ten percent. No. I mean, there's there's so, some. Now, are we talking about? Uh, now hold on. I know I know some families that would be when you combine no, a husband talking, no. and a wife okay, uh, yeah, income. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah it's, about it's, that it's, it's be, family. It's family income. So I'm that's sure. top ten percent. So top five percent, three hundred forty three thousand. So if you're going to be a, a, a five percenter, okay. And then a one percenter is eight hundred twenty-four thousand. Really? Do you have to? Do you have to know them somewhat intimately, or just kind of be around them? Well, I'm just my. It's not a rule because every one of those basketball players with the Thunder. uh, But but my point is now. Let's now, but let's talk about the poverty line. So you have to understand. Okay, let me let me go back to this because I think this is probably just as important to recognize. in the the looking at the uh, see as, as the latest available data reflects the household top wage earners you're looking at quite a jump from Americans in the first ninety percent who according to the EPI earned an average of forty thousand dollars so the average of the ninety percent that's left is forty thousand dollars a year okay that's the average now poverty level for five people in the household and I went with that because that's how many I had at one point okay recently twelve thousand no. Gosh, you guys are crazy. I'm out of touch, evidently. You are. Uh, you are, yes. I am. 35,000 is the poverty that's line. That's poverty line? For a family of five. Are you talking... So you're talking... Well, maybe I'm not... Well, you're not Maybe a I'm not taking into consideration all the government money they get, too. No, no, is no. That, is that included? No, no, this isn't government money. This is... I know, but if that, you is make, that included all the benefits they get from the... If you're... This is nothing more than this. If you make less than $35,140 a year, you are below the poverty guideline in the United States. Okay, part of my problem. Here's part of, of my five. Okay, that's part of my problem yeah. with is I don't have a family. Family, okay, for you, one Families person, are pretty one expensive. Per, I know one person, one person in is a house. 14.58. Okay, see I was close you to were, that. Yeah. But but here's that's, the thing. That's my thing. That's look, my line of thought. If you have though. six people in the if you have six people in the household, Okay, which is not uncommon. Right, it's it's a lot, but it's not uncommon. Forty thousand two eighty. In other words, the average salary is below poverty, 
For ninety, the average out of the ninety percent yeah. is below poverty. My my point in saying this is going back to the middle class versus upper class, right? The upper upper class and lower class is all that's really becoming that's becoming the majority because it's not the median average; it's the average. So I don't know what the median number is going to be in that. I mean, the median number should be the medium number, <laughs> but but theoretically, half of the people. In this country, left in the 90%, so 45% of this country makes less than $40,000 a year. And 45% make more. But, well, no, 60, or yeah, 55% make more. But but all of that just to say that the lower class is growing because uh, it's just harder and harder to climb out. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and to your point, you said earlier, Randy, when we were talking about buying property and interest rates, the, the wealthy interest rates are irrelevant. Oh, man, we're way over time. We are. I was wondering. Sure. Well, it's not like we have to hit uh, national no, news at the top of the hour. We do. We miss it. The weather isn't there. Everything's <laughs> broken. Sports guys over there are really mad. Oh, Lordy. All right. Well, that'll do it for uh, us. Remember, the uh, if you're listening to us on Wednesday, uh, the GOP debate is uh, tonight, or you can catch it on uh, Tape or uh, Tucker and Trump, uh, you know, whatever. If they don't cut our electricity off, if Grandpa Joe doesn't uh, start a climate crisis, or if we're not on a COVID lockdown, we'll be back with you again next Wednesday. I'm Randy Renner. I'm Jeremy Griffin. I'm Tom Miller. Until then, have a great rest of the week. And join us again next time for another edition of... Scatter shooting!